Hi dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru. I am currently ministering at Sinai as well as Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia within the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Here we are in the studio of the South Australian Conference and we are live and we are so thankful that you have tuned in, my friend. We are so grateful because we've got a wonderful study tonight. Now, the theme for this week has been the blessing of faith. However, the topic for today will be, what is the unpardonable sin against the Holy Spirit? That is the question that uh, we're going to be uh, wrestling with uh, this evening. And I pray and hope that you'll be able to uh, stick around because we've got wonderful, wonderful good news from the Bible. And let me just introduce our co-host, a regular co-host in the studio. And this is none other than Helen Gray. Hey. Hi, Fabiano. <laughs> Great to be back again. It is wonderful. And, and I'm so thankful, you know, that uh, we have Helen here because I uh, have uh, actually worked with Helen for uh, a long time now. And uh, we've always had a wonderful time together uh, uh, as we uh, share from Scripture. And uh, now and then I'll learn a new word or so, isn't it, Helen? <laughs> yes, you learnt one today. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And so, hey, we've got this doozy uh, topic. And so that is the word that I learned. But an interesting topic, one that I believe that you will be able to... Um, uh, uh, benefit from and friends if you have li- if you have missed the previous presentations you can actually go to faithfm.com.au and you'll find the previous presentations there as well we would like to uh, stay in contact with you so therefore if you ever have a question or you'd like to claim one of our free offers uh, or you just want to I guess let us know that you are listening because that hey we would like to hear that uh, we've got people listening on the other end the number to uh, text all info- those information to is 04 Double eight, double eight, zero eight, eleven. And so, my friend, that is the number that you want to keep. This is for the Faith FM uh, program. Now, uh, specifically for the big Q and A uh, program. Let me begin by telling a little story that might help us actually launch into the topic of tonight. One that I think you find uh, to be quite interesting. A large chunk of ice on which a carcass of a calf had been thrown was floating down the Great Niagara River towards the falls. An eagle circling overhead came down and landed gracefully upon the dead animal, eager for a good meal. Closer and closer the ice floor came to the treacherous falls, but the eagle had no fear. He knew that the power of his mighty wings would put him to flight in a moment of time. On the shore, a group of winter tourists held their breath as the ice shelf began to swell in the current. Why did that eagle forget the calf, the calf and take off? A few seconds before the deadly drop, the great bird spread out his massive wings for the lift of those wings that would lift him high into the air and clear him of the dangerous falls. But this time, the wings were powerless. Unnoticed by the eagle, 
The talons, those are the crows, had frozen into the ice and he could not escape. While the, crowd, while the crowd on shore watched in silence, the helpless eagle frantically flapped his great wings again, but to no avail, the ice and eagle were dashed into pieces on the rocks below. The saddest spectacle in, the, in all the world, much sadder than the tragic and unnecessary fate of the eagle, is the man or woman who, who has committed the unpardonable sin. The saddest verse in all the Bible perhaps is found in one of Jeremiah's lamentations over the plight of Israel's sins. And I quote, The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. End quote. Jeremiah chapter 8, verse 20. Many people are confused about the unpardonable sin. There has been so much speculations about it. How do we commit it and how shall we know if we have already committed it? First, let me hasten to explain that our God is a God of love. He desires that everyone should ha- should be saved and has made adequate provision for it. Why then should there be an unpardonable sin, you may ask? If full arrangement has been made to pardon our sins, what does an unpardonable sin mean? These are some of the questions this study will answer, my friend. But let me just quick uh, uh, be quick to say that if your heart, if in your heart you are worried about this, and if you are listening to this radio program and you are interested and you found this uh, uh, um, Christian radio program to be one that speaks to your heart. I bet you haven't committed that sin. But hey, we are in for a wonderful treat with uh, Helen here. She's going to actually help us dig much deeper into this topic. Now, Helen, as you as you reflect on that story of the eagle, um, what else comes to your mind? I know that there's a lot of people who are waiting. And many people are thinking, hey, I've got this under control. Uh, and they're probably thinking, you know, I can maybe just live my life however I like. And I'm, I know I'm taking a different angle here. But this idea of waiting, what is your take on that? Well, I think that story about the eagle certainly gives us something to think about hmm. in the fact that the eagle obviously wasn't aware that he was being um What's the word? Stuck on the ice. That's right. And um, I guess it kind of just gradually happened while he was, you know, grabbing the um, his meal. Yes. Um, and I think there is a very good lesson there for us because we can be distracted as the eagle was. Right. And we can think that, yeah, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly for the eagle, he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And in Scripture it says, now is a day of salvation. That's right. Not tomorrow. Not the next day, mm-hmm, not, oh, well, mm-hmm. someday or one day, because they won't come. Mm-hmm. And none of us knows what's going to happen even at the end of this day. I'm not trying mm. to be morbid, but no. what I am trying to say is the one way to live life abundantly or more abundantly is to give your heart to God now. Right. Amen. You know, and when you, yeah. that, that text you quoted in Jeremiah, right. he was full of anguish. Mm, mm, he mm. was watching the people literally sinning. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he, he, they were dying in sin, really. That's right, that's right. And I guess that same anguish, those people watching that, I would be horrified to watch that poor eagle. Mm. You know, I'd want to help them. Mm. And and when you think of Jeremiah, he was the weeping prophet. That's right. And he wanted so much to help and to save. That's and right. God wants to help and save you right now, listener. Mm. Right this very moment, that's he is right. talking to you, to that's your right. heart. That's right. 
give your heart to him now. Amen. In fact, uh, just before we go to a break, uh, a verse that quickly comes to my mind is um, the verse that most people don't tend to quote because they have found verse 16 of John chapter 3, their favorite, but they forget verse 17. Um, and I believe this is a very important verse. And it says, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That is an amazing verse because it helps us to see clearly the heart of God okay. in that he came to save, not to condemn. And I pray and hope that uh, in our discussion today, we will actually um, find that to be the message of the Bible as well. So how about we pray and then quickly take a short break because we want to plunge into the study immediately after this. Helen, would you mind leading us in prayer? Love to. Mm. Loving Heavenly Father, we just so grateful that you are in charge. Mm-hmm. We just want to give you our lives right now. We want to be led by you, protected by you. And Father, we just want to give our all to you. Yes. I pray that you will enable whoever is listening today and here um, with Fabiana and myself as we are opening the scripture, Lord, I pray the Holy Spirit will be here in, in abundance. Mm. That anybody that is struggling with this question, you know, have I committed the unpardonable sin? We can give them the answer through you tonight. That's right. I pray, Father, that our minds can be kept on this subject, that we will not be distracted mm. in any way, shape, or form, because that's... that's um, uh, that's one way the devil just wants to take us off track. Mm-hmm. Lord, we commit this study to you tonight, and we thank you that we have the opportunity of doing it and sharing it. We pray in your name. Amen. 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 Now, dear friend, please do stay with us. We are going to quickly take a short break, but we'll be right back. And uh, before we do that, I just also wanted to remind you of the number of which you can send your text message to, uh, question or even use to claim the free office. And that is zero four double eight double eight. 0811. Also, let me just be quick to say that we've got wonderful Bible studies every evening at 6.30 p.m. at Brighton, Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church. And the address is 10 Amelia Street in Hove, an in-depth Bible study which you will not want to miss. We also are giving, a, giving away a wonderful book by the by this following author, Clifford Goldstein, and the book is called Life Without Limits. Life Without Limits, a book which you would want to, um, to read, especially as we come into this winter. I know some of us get comfortable, but this is a wonderful book to read that warm your heart. Life Without Limits. And the number which you can send your name, address, and phone number to if you want to claim this, gi- this gift is 048880811. And so my friend, do stay tuned and we'll be right back. Faith FM, sharing the good news about Jesus Christ. We choose I've tried but failed To walk in someone else's shoes Strange how I've tried 
To walk this road alone Not knowing the things I might find Listening to Faith FM Drive Time. This is the program which uh, we are pretty much uh, recording from the South Australian uh, studios, the big QA. Welcome. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano and Helen Gray in the studios. We are so thankful that you could tune in. The theme is the blessing of faith, but the topic is what is the unpardonable sin against the Holy Spirit? And that is uh, the uh, study of which we are going to um, go through uh, this evening. And we hope and pray that you will be blessed uh, as we study together. But let me begin, therefore, by asking the following question. Helen, what is um, that sin that John speaks up, speaks about that is so terrible that God cannot forgive it? What is that sin? 
Okay, I'd like to read 1 John 5.16, but I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Mm -hmm. Um, And John says, If you see a Christian brother or sister sinning in a way that does not lead to death, Mm -hmm. you should pray, and God will give that person life. That's right. But... There is a sin that leads to death. That's right. And I'm not saying you should pray for those who commit mm. it. And verse 17 says, all wicked actions are sin, but not every sin leads to death. Right. So here he is actually saying there is a sin that will lead to death. Mm. Mm. And that is what he's referring to is as the unpardonable sin. Right. We're going right. to explore that. Yeah, no, that's, that's quite interesting. Well, maybe we then... Also continue and ask, did Jesus have anything anything to say about a certain sin that cannot be forgiven as well? Yes, he did. All right. Um, Matthew chapter 12. Okay. um, Verses 31 and 32. Okay. Mm. Um, Do you want me to read it again from the New Living Translation? Either way is fine. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. It says here, so I tell you, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven. Wonderful. Except. Oh, right. Okay. Here's the but. Except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which will never be forgiven. Hmm. Anyone who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven. Right. But anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven, either in this world or the world to come. That now that's pretty strong. Mm. I don't know about you. I mean, this is an incident where the Pharisees had actually blasphemed against the Spirit by attributing the power by which Christ did miracles. They attributed it to Satan. To Satan. And so here is one form of the unpardonable sin, mm. which mm. Jesus is actually saying. Um, that was, if you like, a deliberate refusal. Refusal. Okay. Did I say that right? Refusal. <laughs> refusal. Um, to acknowledge God's power in Christ. Right. You know, right, it, it right. indicates, and we're going to get more into this, but okay. it indicates a deliberate and irreversible hardness of heart. Right. And we're going to look into that a little bit more. But they're pretty strong words. They are uh, pretty strong, strong words. Now, when you say that it is the refusal, is this similar to, let's say, a person uh, who is not a believer and they just maybe don't accept the message that a Christian might be sharing? Is that the same thing? Or are you saying that this is a continual, persistent, you know, uh, refusal uh, of whatever the Holy Spirit may be putting on their heart? Well, I think we've got to be very careful. Okay. Because in Scripture, mm. one of the wickedest, wickedest king that ever lived was Manasseh. Okay. And he, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that was so. Mm-hmm. And he even burned his his yes. children yes. Yes. Um, on the altar to Moloch. Moloch, yes. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure that his conscience must have touched him at one stage. Mm. The interesting thing is, though, that before or the, towards the end of his life, mm-hmm. he actually gave his heart to God. That's right. And even though he had done all these wicked things, he had not committed the, the unpardonable sin. sin. Right. Interesting. Hmm. Some people think if you commit adultery, that's an unpardonable sin. Hmm. And you can't possibly forgive. Well, hmm. 
you can. You can. Oh, we, we've got a yes. wonderful example in scripture. Yes. Where Jesus himself forgave um, the lady who was found in the act. So, yes. Yeah. 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 And, and so this is going to be an interesting study mm. as we go through. Mm. Mm. But there's one thing that God never will never do. Right. And that is he will never make a choice for us. Okay. He would like to, I'm sure, because mm-hmm. he sees us going off the rails. Yes. But he won't. Okay. That's our choice. Heaven right. has already chosen to pay the greatest possible price, and that's Jesus. Okay. In order to provide the greatest power possible, which yes. is the Holy Spirit, yes. to be with yes. us. Yes. But each person must decide his own destiny. And if we follow the leading of God's Spirit, we shall be saved. Amen. But if we do not... We shall be lost. Mm. But because of the importance of the work and the role of the Holy Spirit, Fabiano, uh-huh. with uh-huh. which the unpardonable sin has to do, yes. I think we need to consider, first of all, who is the Holy Spirit? Well, why don't we plunge into that then? Who is the Holy Spirit? There uh-huh. might be someone who's listening and have maybe never heard or actually have struggled to uh, understand who the Holy Spirit is. And it is so, it is, it is important that we actually understand the Holy Spirit. And even in your question, you speak about who. You are implying that the Holy Spirit might be a being. So I know that some people call the Holy Spirit a force or something. Maybe, you know, I'm hoping you're going to touch on that a little bit. All right. Who is the Holy Spirit? Let me just interrupt there for a moment. The last verse that we just read, you know, where Jesus said, (coughs) you can sin against him. Okay. You you can blaspheme against Jesus. Okay. You know, and the Father, but you cannot blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. All right. Which is interesting because there are some people who believe the Holy Spirit is a force that emanates Mm. from God Mm. or that emanates from Jesus. Mm -hmm. But if that was the case... How would that fall in line with what mm. Jesus just said? Mm. The That's Holy right. Spirit right. is a third person. The third God. person. Okay. Yeah. Third okay. being. Third being. All right. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Who is the Holy Spirit? That was the question. Now. That's where we're heading. Yes. Uh, maybe you can uh, enlighten us a little bit on that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, would you like to read 1 John 5, 7 to tell us who is the Holy Spirit closely associated yes. with? Yes. So 1 John uh, 5, verse seven. 5, 7. And for those who might be turning to Scripture for the first time, when, it, when, when we say 1 John, that means that was the first letter that John wrote. Um, so chapter 5 and uh, the 7th verse there. We call it Little John. Little John. <laughs> All right. Uh, verse 7. For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. That is clear. Okay, and what is who is the word? Well, the word, according to uh, John, yes. or another book by Fine. John, but this was the gospel in John chapter one, verse one to three. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. But then verse fourteen it says, "Hey, he actually became flesh when we beheld his glory," and uh, and There's so no that doubt. is Jesus. There is that no is doubt. Jesus. Yes. So you've mm. just spoken about. God, yes. the Father, you've spoken about Jesus, yes. the Son, and you've spoken about the Holy Spirit. That's right. That's the right. The three in one. Interesting. Okay. That's quite interesting. Okay. Yep. Okay. So um, we also see this at uh, the baptism of Jesus, isn't it? Because I think uh, there are a number of places uh, where we actually find this first. And, you know, this is actually, it's, it's, it's important that we go to the baptism because there are some translations that does not have um, uh, First John five seven, because there's a little bit of dis- uh, disputes on that. But mm-hmm. but I think the baptism is one that is without any doubt because we actually have the three entities yes. represented 
Even though, if you might be reading a Bible that doesn't have verse seven, uh, but this one I think yes. would help. Helen, you you know, help us with that. Okay, mm. would you like me to read that? Yes, one? please. Okay, again from the New Living Translation, mm-hmm. Matthew three sixteen and seventeen. Okay, it says here after his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, mm. settling on him, and a voice from heaven said. This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Right. So number one, you've got in this verse, you've got Jesus coming up out of the water. Okay. So it was full immersion for the mm. baptism. Mm. And the heavens were open and he saw the spirit. So here we've got the spirit. That's right. The Holy That's spirit. Right. That's right. Descending like a dove. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then God from heaven, he yeah. then says, this is my dearly loved son who brings yes. me great joy. That's, that's that's quite secret. interesting, yeah, dear dear friends. Um, if you have a question, please feel free to interact with us. Send us a text uh, to the number zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven, and uh, also we'd like to hear where you're listening from. Um, and uh, you know, if you could just text this uh, uh, to that number, that would be much appreciated. So the discussion once again is on the unpardonable sin, and uh, uh, so we are here emphasizing the fact that there are three entities or three beings that make up one. Now, obviously, our minds may struggle to comprehend that, but we believe that by faith. And um, uh, so here you have just helped us understand that there is a person uh, a who being. is the, a being, okay, yes. who is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. All right. The Holy Spirit is actually um, Christ's representative mm. on this earth. Right. But the nature of the Holy Spirit is a mystery. That's right. You know, right. the human Jesus could only be in one place at one time. Mm. And in fact, he did use the words, um, it is expedient for you that I go away. Yes. For then he could send the Spirit in a special power to be with his children in all parts of the world at all times. Because the Holy Spirit can be everywhere at once. He is a spirit being. Right, right. Mm. And um, interestingly, another wonderful verse that I love, uh, though I'm struggling. Oh, here it is. Uh, Even Romans 8, verse 26, it actually says, Likewise, the Spirit also, and this is a capital S, the Spirit also uh, helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for, as we ought. But the Spirit, capital S, Himself, capital H, makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. That, for me... Please, uh, uh, everything that 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 is very clear. Okay, wonderful. So we have the Holy Spirit. Yes. All right, and 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 obviously, uh, based on the verses which we had just read before, if you sin against the Holy Spirit, if you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. You cannot be forgiven. No, let's just let's just finish off with the well, not finish off. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit right. has got many facets okay. to his ministry, mm. and I'm not going into all the texts with it, but these okay. are from the scriptures. It right. says he convinces men of sin, mm. convinces men of righteousness, he guides men, and by the way, I'm saying humankind, men okay. and women, okay. yes. convinces. Um, men of judgment. He mm. teaches men and brings them to their remem- things to their remembrance. He does the work of a comforter. He mm-hmm. brings about the new birth. He gives power to witness for Christ. Mm. He dwells in the hearts of all who have accepted Jesus. Mm. He seals men unto the day of their redemption and he intercedes for us. Amen. So how important is the Holy Spirit's work? And um, um Maybe let me rephrase this. How important the Spirit's work is and 
can be better appreciated as we review the many facets of his ministry for us. Yeah, uh, can which you I've just shared? Oh, which you all right, all right. So you touched on those points. That's good. Well, let me also say that uh, as we reflect on the work of the Holy Spirit, I think one of the things that really comes to my mind, or at least that I'm getting, uh, is that uh, the Holy Spirit, He is the one who is dealing, at least from what Scripture presents to us, with the heart. And when it comes to convicting us of sin, um I mean, helping us think in the right direction or at least suggesting messages of what is right and what is wrong. So I'm hearing that really to reject the Holy Spirit, well, what else is left out there? I mean, what else is left? Because it is the Holy Spirit who is the agent uh, at the forefront of um, uh, our faith and, and our mm-hmm. Christian um Life, if if I could put it that way. So, Do you know, one of his yeah. names, which mm. I just love, mm. is the Spirit of Grace. Right. Expa- expand but, on that a little well, bit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you, you'd go back into Hebrew and what yes. have you, but when Paul prayed that the thorn would be taken away from him, okay, God said no. Mm. And Paul prayed three times for him to take it away. We right. don't exactly know what this thorn in his flesh was. Some okay. people think it was his eyesight and what have you. Uh-huh. But three times he prayed right. and God said no. And he said, Paul, my grace is sufficient for thee. Wonderful. And I remember you, I, I prayed to God when I learned that the word grace mm. was the name for the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Grace. Mm. I actually called on on that very text when when I suffered terrible, terrible travel sickness, and um, we'd been having sessions of wonderful answers to prayer. Mm. And we were going. I think I've said this before over the year, where we were going on a bus trip, and I said, "I'll meet you there with the car." Yeah. And um, my son's face said, "Well, Mummy, don't you believe?" Mm, you know, mm, mm, and so we claimed that promise. My grace is sufficient for thee, and I kept thinking, grace, the spirit of grace, the yes. Holholy Spirit is mm-hmm, sufficient mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. and and it's That's the right. same in anything. That's right. absolutely sufficient. That's right. And the verse there you're quoting for those who might be wondering, it's second Corinthians chapter twelve uh, verse nine. That is interesting. Now Helen, we do need to take just a short break and we'll be right back. we We still have some important uh, questions to ask and 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 I would like to ask our, our listeners to actually, uh, stay with us here because we are going to ask the question immediately after the break. What is the sin against the Holy Spirit? Or if we put it in the ancient words, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> what is the sin against the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit? Please do stay with us. We'll be right back, my friend. And get a pen and paper if you're not driving. No radio reception? No problem. Download the free Faith FM app onto your phone or tablet to listen anytime, anywhere. Once again, we have a free giveaway. This is a book called Life Without Limits by Clifford Goldstein. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. If you're interested in that book, a wonderful book, a book to warm you up during this coming winter, you can send us your name, your address, and your phone number to this following number, 0488880811. If you live in South Australia, please send us the postcode and we'll actually mail that to you as well. So we're looking forward once again to uh, the study of which we're going to have, but 
let me just ask that you, you you stay with us because we are in for a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful study. Can, may I just interrupt here? You're oh, talking yes. about Clifford Goldstein. Yes. Um, his testimony is really amazing. Right, right. And um, I've listened to it several times. Mm. And he always wanted to be an author. Interesting. But it was an author of like a, uh, no, a fiction book. Right, right. And his story is so interesting that God brought him out of that. Mm. And today he is a well-known author. Oh, wonderful. He's, he's, yeah, praise God. He's an interesting person. Yes. To um to listen to to read yes I would recommend this book you know right. life without limits life without limits yeah. that's the book all oh, right Fabulous and the number book. and the number to claim that book uh, on is zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven.
crucified and blessed You're set apart Welcome again. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonkuru and our co-host today is Helen Gray. Helen is a regular co-host on this radio program and she's done an amazing work. She's led us through study after after another study and the wealth of information that she has to share is quite amazing. So we've appreciated actually uh, having Helen on this radio program and um, keep Keep her, keep myself, keep the Faith FM ministry in prayer because we believe that we have um, a message to share to the world, the everlasting gospel of Jesus Christ. And we are so thankful that uh, you have tuned in and supported Faith FM if you have. And, um, you know, we are so thankful that we have... Um, People like yourself who uh, love faith and fame. Now, friends, our theme for this week has been the blessing of faith. The blessing of faith, um, and the topic for today is what is the unpardonable sin against the Holy Spirit. It is possible that you have li- been listening to Faith FM for quite a while, and we haven't heard from you. We would like to get to know you. I know some of you have uh, walked uh, through the doors of our churches, and we've loved uh, meeting you. And we hope uh, we can. Um, see you more often because we would love to not only be able to get to know each other uh, via Faith FM radio programs but even in person but once again we are wrestling with the question what is the unpardonable sin against the Holy Spirit and I would like to now uh, ask Helen uh, to answer this question straight on, what is the sin against the Holy Ghost, Helen? Okay, well, I'd like to start off with presumptuous sin. Mm-hmm. And it's deliberately choosing our own way instead of God's. Right. And then presuming that it doesn't really matter to him. Okay. It is dangerous to assume that because God is good, he will forgive all sins under all conditions. Mm. We've got examples in Scripture. We won't turn to them tonight, but just to, to name a few examples, the experiences of Nadab and Abihu. Yes. That's in Leviticus 10, 1 and 2. Esau and the birthright in Genesis 25, 29 right. to 34. And um, there's other texts there as well, too, in Genesis 27, 30 to 40, in Hebrews 12, 16 to 17. Definitely. There's a story of Ananias and Sapphira, um, Acts 5, 1, 11, mm. uh, where they were accused of lying actually right, lying right. to the Holy Ghost. That's right. And of people in Noah's days, Genesis 6, 3 to 7, they show us how God feels about it when someone deliberately, note the word, deliberately, right. presumes upon his mercy and mm. goodness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's quite interesting. So in what ways then um, may one commit the unpardonable sin? Well, I'm actually going to call on my favorite text. It is my which, favorite text as well. I hope. Which is an unusual text to use in okay. this instant. Okay. But perhaps you'd like to share it with us. 1 John 1 9. Yes, let me try and see if I can actually quote it. Verse 9. I believe I might be starting from verse 8. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all sin and unrighteousness. Okay. Verse 8, which you were thinking of, is if we claim we have no Uh sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. Mm. But the reason for that is it's saying, but if, if, 
if All right. it's only a little word, yes. but it's a choice here. That's right. If we confess our sins to him, yes. he is faithful and just mm. to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Right. But it's really interesting. And, and if, by the way, the next verse says, if we claim we have not sinned, we're calling God a mm. liar, mm. showing his word has no place in our hearts, mm-hmm. which is equally interesting. Mm-hmm. But when I think of this 1 John 1, 9, and the if the if words, but if we yes. confess. In other words, an unconfessed sin is an is an unpardonable sin. Okay. And though only those who confess and forsake their sins shall have mercy. Mm. Now I'm going to stop there for a moment because some people say, Oh, what if I get hit by a car and I've I've not confessed the sin? Mm. I'm talking here about Habitual sins. Habitual sins. Habitual yeah. sins. Okay. And there's a text in Proverbs twenty eight thirteen that, you know, shows us that um, those who confess and forsake their sins shall have mercy. Mm. And no sin, by the way, is too great for God That's to right. forgive. No That's sin, right. no That's matter right. how small, cannot be forgiven if, <coughs> if it is not sincerely confessed. Let mm. me say that again. Mm. Mm. It cannot be forgiven if it is not sincerely confessed. Yes. Yes. And however good our intentions, if That's we right. persistently put off the appeals of God's spirit, mm-hmm. we tread on dangerous ground. Did you hear what I said? Yes. If we continually put off That's right. That's right. the That's appeals right. of God's spirit, yes. you know, to neglect truth mm. is to reject truth. To neglect truth is to reject truth. Right. For most right. people, tomorrow never comes. That's, That's right. why it's so critical. Mm-hmm. Um, you who are listening, it's so critical that you make your decision now yes. to, to confess to the Lord, ask Him to take part in your life, mm. you know? Fact, and the Holy Spirit yeah. will be convicting you right now. That's right. In fact, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Yes. If you hear His voice, harden not your heart. But yeah. Helen, I just want to quickly ask though, but we read uh, in the words of Jesus that if you blaspheme against God, you can be forgiven. If you blaspheme against Jesus, you can be forgiven. If you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, what did he mean by that? I know I'm you know, throwing this question at well, you. Well, I find that extremely interesting Yeah. Um, because it's the Holy Spirit that convicts us. Yes. The Holy Spirit that will continue to plead with us. That's right. And that's interesting. In fact, can you read Genesis 6-3, just the first part for us, please? Genesis 6 3a and the lord said my spirit shall not strive with man forever okay so here we've got it's not indefinite i mean Mm. he's not going to go on and on and on and on and on he will plead with us he will put things into our mind he will touch our heart right we have the choice right whether we're going to listen or not so it is possible to so accustom ourselves to the voice of the spirit that we become hardened Hmm. The hardening is not that the Holy Spirit can't still forgive, hmm. but it's just the person, the person has is not interested. That's right. You know, it's a bit like suppose you um, ignore the alarm clock and it rings. Hmm. How long before you won't hear it at all? Oh, it would just. I guess your mind will just get used to it That's and you exactly tune out. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So our hearts also are very sensitive to God's spirit when he first speaks to us. Mm-hmm. But if we refuse to heed, yes. his voice gradually becomes so dim we no longer hear it at all. That's right. So That's you right. see, the unpardonable sin, let me just explain a bit more, Fabiana, is uh-huh. not a specific sin That's right. which attaches itself to our life. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's a condition that we reach by resisting God's spirit. Right. You know, yeah. when a, a person first commits wrong 
there's a guilt. Yes. And the conscience smitten about it. That's right. But well, the longer, we've all been there before. <laughs> yeah. But the longer that the person yeah. continues to commit that wrong, mm-hmm. the less troubled becomes about it until at last he comes to look at it as though it's not even a sin. Mm. And mm. that's the mm. hardening of the heart. Right, right. Well, that's not, that's not, that's not the place we want to be, dear friends. No. And Helen, if you can allow me to say just three texts. Which I thought also would help those who might be wrestling in their minds as to whether they've committed or not, um, just to paint the heart of God and to show, I guess, uh, um, not to show because you can't really see us here in the studio, but just so those who are listening can actually uh, hear from Scripture uh, what the heart of God is is like. And I'm thinking here, for example, Micah, uh, the book of Mark, chapter seven, verse nineteen, it actually says, "He will, he will again have compassion on us, and will subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea." And also here, Hebrews. That's a great text. It, it is. Yeah. But is he going to cast them into the sea if we don't confess them? Well, if we confess them, that's yes. right. And I'm coming to that verse Thank as well. Now that's Hebrews seven twenty five, and it says, "Therefore he is also able to save to the uttermost of those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them." So that is the point there. As well, and Isaiah brings this out as well in uh, verse eighteen, and. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are like, though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. So, God is ready to forgive. In fact, even, to even forget, um, but we gotta confess them. We, we, we have to really respond to the Holy Spirit who's convicting us and saying, hey, this is not right. Hey, where you're at, that's not the right place. Right. We need not to co- per- persistently reject, yes. but rather to actually say, hey, Lord, yep. yeah, hands up, yeah, clean me up mm. and fix me. And, you know, we really need to come clean before God and God mm. will do the rest. And, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so what class of people uh, we think they are saved, but they're actually lost? That's the Bible speaks about this. And the reason why I ask this question is because Sometimes we can lie to ourselves. Yes. We're speaking about the unpardonable sin, and sometimes we may say, oh, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm all good, I'm all good. But the Bible actually says that there are those who um, think they are saved. Maybe, yeah, sh- share a little bit on that as well. Yeah, it's to me, it's this one of some of the saddest things that you can read in the Bible. I don't know if you've got it there, Matthew seven twenty one to 24. Y- yes, I can read that. Uh, Matthew, the seventh chapter, 21, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Uh, verse 22, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And the Lord, and, and then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, who he, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Okay, yeah. Yeah. these people are actually Christians. Yeah, they are interesting. You know, they call Christ yeah. their Lord. They even yeah. perform miracles in His name, but they never developed a love of the truth. 
They were religious, but never bothered to find out what Christ's will was. Or if they did, they assumed that their good works and miracles placed God's seal of approval on their lives, whether or not they obeyed his words. You know, Jesus said, why call ye me Lord, Lord, Mm. and do not the Mm. things which I say? And in Luke it says the same. And that's an excellent question that we need to ask ourselves. It's a relationship. It's Mm. like having Mm. the form of godliness but denying the power Mm. thereof. Mm. It's a works religion. These these are deep words, Helen, because because these are not people outside. These are people within. So I think we need to do a reality check maybe. And uh, hence I think daily we should actually be taking the time to say, Lord, Yes, you know, um, coming clean. Not my will, but, not my will, but yeah, but I will. Your okay. agenda, Lord, not mine. <laughs> so, how can a person be sure he knows God's will? Well, that's a very, very good question, mm. and I'm going to turn in Scripture to John seven seventeen. Right, and I'm reading again from the New Living Translation, mm-hmm. John seven seventeen. It says here, anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own. Would you like to read that from your version, please? Yes, yes. Uh, It says here, verse 17, if anyone wills to do his will, capital H, that is God, he shall know concerning the doctrine, doctrine being uh, biblical teachings, whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. Okay. Mm. So the man who actually accepts Christ as Lord and Savior in faith, confessing his sins and fully surrendering himself to do God's will Mm. may know that he has not committed the unpardonable sin. Yes. If he does not come to Jesus, he mm. may be equally certain that he is in grave danger of committing it. Mm. You know, Hebrews two nine tells me that Jesus tasted death for oh, every man. That's right. Yet most men will never benefit by Christ's death because mm. they will not heed the gentle calls or the persistent moving of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And if I may mention one more word. Yes, please. If you have a desire, listener, to follow Jesus, you have not yet sinned against the Holy Ghost. That very desire is a work of the Spirit on your heart. That's right. Every desire to follow the Lord, every conviction of wrongdoing, every impulse to do good is evidence that the Holy Spirit is still speaking to your heart. Amen. And I say praise God for that. Amen. So while the call is there, please, please give your heart to him. Mm. Desire to follow him and work with the Holy Spirit in your heart. He will lead you to Christ. He will lead you right through to the kingdom. But we do need to be walking with Christ. We need to give our will over to him. All to Jesus, I surrender. Mm. All to him, I freely give. And that really is the key. So you don't commit the unpardonable sin. That's right. Just keep a daily walk with him. Mm. Speak with him all the time. Pray, study, witness for him. That's right. And um, walk with those people you witness to right into heaven. Amen. And my appeal, once again, comes from Isaiah 118. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Can I yeah. can I just add something to that text? That's yes. the most beautiful text. Something that happened to me recently. Mm-hmm. And um, 
well, it's sort of been going for a number of years, but recently this happened yes. where quite often I would pray to God, dip me into your vat of love. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could visualize a whole vat that he just dips me in. You know, it's, I'm right. a very visual person. <laughs> and right. and uh, then I would say, Lord, you know, dip me into that power of your Holy Spirit. Yes. But one day I was reading that very text and I felt guilt-ridden from my past, mm. and I took it to the Lord. And you know what was really interesting was the next time I thought about it in my devotions, I thought of that vat, mm. and I thought of that vat like Jesus' blood. Mm. And I went into that vat of blood, which is red That's right. and stains. That's right. But when I came out, Fabiano, I was as white as well. That's not- Wow. No stain. He is the master stain healer. That's right. And he will do that for us. Mm. And he will give us the peace. He will enable us to live life more abundantly. That's right. If we will only heed the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear friends, it's been a blessing. And I pray and hope that you can actually hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, our wonderful, merciful Savior, a loving Lord. We are reminded in First John 4, 8 that God is love. And we are reminded in the 17th verse of that great chapter, John the third, and he says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save. And we pray that you may help each one of us to respond to that small, still voice. And I pray that those who are listening, the family and the beloved ones, we will all respond to that voice. And we look forward to that day when Jesus shall appear in the clouds and we shall be forever together with the Lord in the air and live in that eternal abode and in the new earth with our love, with our maker and death will be no more. We shall have, we shall have joy evermore. This we pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you. All victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in His grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Oh, come on. Are you washed, Are you washed in, in the blood, in the, blood the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless, are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus There is power, power, unworking power in the blood Nothing but the blood of Jesus
nothing but the best. 